Hello there, and welcome to episode four of the Reality and Responsibility podcast, which I'm recording and releasing on May the 4th, 2023, also known as Star Wars Day. And I'm going to be making some Star Wars references in this podcast. Now, this podcast of mine, <coughs> excuse me, is in its early days, so I'm still finding my feet around it, but... Uh, it's designed to help people who are into personal development by providing some tips and things that I've learned over the years as I've been, I've worked, should I say, as a therapist, personal coach, I've done business coaching in the past. Currently, I work as a personal coach, but also as an entertainer because I've got two passions, basically. I love helping people and I also love to entertain them. And I'm hoping that I'll be able to do a bit of both in these podcasts. As I say, I'm used to working face-to-face with people, so talking into a microphone is a bit weird for me at the moment, so I'm still finding my feet with doing a podcast, but I hope to keep getting better. At the time of recording, I think I've only got one person listening to this podcast, so if that's you, thank you for listening. Um, And if you're listening to this in the future, I will... Hopefully, I've got better and better at my podcast week by week. I also do one on a Monday called The Monday Motivation, uh, where I'm reading a chapter from a personal development book, which is in the public domain. I think on my first few episodes of this podcast, I've tried to come across um, more professional, more serious, like when I'm working with clients one-to-one as a coach or therapist, and that's not really what I want to be doing. It's a little bit stuffy for a podcast, I guess, and I'm hoping to change over time. As I say, I like helping people and entertaining people. During the week, I work as a coach, and at the weekends, I work as an entertainer. I also do some indie filmmaking and acting. Not as much as I'd like to, um, but I do enough, and I'm quite happy with what I'm doing. So today's episode I have entitled, I Believe Most People Are Good. Before I get into today's episode, though, I want to apologise that there wasn't an episode last week. If you've listened to some of my earlier episodes, you will know that I've said that my eyebrows were at stake if I didn't um, stick with recording a weekly podcast. Now, there's Two reasons I could get out of shaving my eyebrows off. One, I still released my Monday Motivation one, so I did still release one. But that's kind of cheating in my opinion. But my other get-out clause was if there was illness or injury. And last Tuesday, I don't know if it was an ulcer or a um, blister, but I had a swelling on the inside of my mouth just behind my front teeth on the soft palate, and it was painful on Tuesday. On Wednesday, it was really painful. So I I wasn't going to record a podcast then because whilst um, I might keep going, um, and say some filler words during this episode, I would have also been going, ah, quite a lot through it because it was that painful. On Thursday, it really was bad. Painkillers were hardly taking the edge off it. In fact, I don't think I got much sleep that night Wednesday night early Thursday morning and so I was unable to record it it seemed to pop during my sleep because I did get sleep Thursday night eventually 
uh, after taking some painkillers at about four o'clock in the morning, I managed to doze off. And then when I woke up, I think it was around midday, to be fair, um, the swelling had gone. As it's behind your teeth in the soft palate, there's no way I, I couldn't see it myself. So that's why I didn't record an episode last week. And that's why my eyebrows are staying intact, because it was illness slash injury related could have recorded one on fire at uh, five on friday to say sorry but it was still a bit tender and at weekends i work as an entertainer so by this monday it didn't seem any point i thought i may as well wait till today to do a new episode so let's go on with today's episode which as i said i've entitled i believe most people are good I've been quite fascinated with the work of Professor David Hawkins about consciousness scales and how we're born at a certain level on it. And that's something that I'll go into another time. But I do think essentially most people are good. We just all do stupid things, things that we consider possibly bad. But most people, I think, are good at heart, whether... They're on the left, the right, or whatever politics, whatever religion. I think at heart, most people are good. It's only when they get forced into a corner, into a particular label, that problems arise. Whether that's over race, religion, politics, or any other nonsense, that's when people go from being just generally good and helpful into, well, I've got to pick a side now. And if you're not part of my group, then there's something wrong with you. You must be bad. And we don't need any of that nonsense. But it's the state of play. Um, we all like to judge people, some people more than others. Um, if you've ever come across the Myers-Briggs personality thingy, I've forgotten the last word on that. <laughs> I can't remember the word I'm looking for. Nope, it's gone. But the Myers-Briggs, um, there's a test. And um, when I did it, I was an INTP, introverted, oh, I've forgotten the others now. It's irrelevant. I was a perceiver rather than a judger. And when you look at um, the book Type Talk, um, they say that I think, and I may be slightly off with my figures here, but certainly the majority of people fit into the judgmental ca uh, category of the end letter, the J. I think it was 80%. Uh, as I say, I could be wrong, but most people are, fit into the judgmental category, and we all do it. Sometimes it's only a little bit of fun. Uh, if you look on Facebook, it seems to be okay to be judgmental against the poor and the stupid. And when I say the poor, I don't mean like the destitute, but people in America, for example... I mean, I don't, I've only been to America once, um, but there's a lot of Mickey taking. I was going to say the P word then. Maybe I will next time. Maybe I'll have to R-rate my podcast as I get going. But um, I digress. Another tangent. Um, people who shop at Walmart, uh, people from the South, and the way they dress seem to be fair game. But a lot of other people nowadays that, uh, you, you used to be able to um, light-heartedly judge a no longer fair game. But 
we still do it. Um, if you go out into the real world and come off of social platforms and are in groups, whether that's, <clears throat> excuse me, in a social setting like a pub or a club, people will be pointing and judging different people based on how they look. So as a species, we are quite judgmental. Some people are more judgmental than others. But back to being online, I think the level of judgmentalism is getting a little bit out of hand. We've all heard of cancel culture, where people are being judged by today's standards, if you call them standards, <laughs> you know, historical characters, and they are no longer allowed to be a product of their times. You know, we've got authors, we've got films, um, you name it. All kinds of media, we start to judge the people by today's standards. And the thing is, uh, no matter how high and lofty you think you are now, not you, but these people that are very judgmental in that way, part of the council culture, don't realise that in 40, 50 years' time, they'll be well behind the times of what's acceptable, and they'll be judged as being an asshole. <laughs> You know, they will fall foul of what is acceptable in the future. So, <clears throat> where was I going with this? Yep, forgetting where I'm going. Uh, cancel culture, judging people. Yes, there's a dangerous thing going on there, in my opinion, and I hope you'd agree with me on this, is that people are making one thing, it could be historical, all about a person with this cancel culture. Because, okay, you attack someone like H.P. Lovecraft and say he was a racist, which, yeah, he was. Definitely a product of his times, but he also had mental health issues from a family of mental health. I'm not standing here, standing? I'm actually sitting. I'm not sitting here defending his um, racial tendencies. But people are judging him by today's standards but he doesn't care because he died i think it was 1936 so he's long past caring and if he was born now would he have the same view who knows possibly not because he would have mixed with different people i don't know we can't say because he's not born now he's dead so he's long gone but <clears throat> did i go into a southern drawl then possibly anyway someone like lovecraft Who's, he's not going to care what you think about him. However, we do see in the cancel culture people now with historical tweets where they posted something 10 years ago that was light-hearted, had no malice in it, and because it's resurfaced, they've either had to apologise or their careers have been destroyed. <clears throat> now, back to Professor Hawkins. I'm sorry if I keep clearing my throat. I won't be able to go back and edit these out because um, I have had to go... I've got to go out uh, as soon as I've recorded this and uploaded it. So this episode is definitely more raw than some of the others. I did cut out some of the pauses and coughs and things. I'm not going to be able to do that with this one. Sorry about that. Uh, where was I? Yes, I think I was going back to Professor Hawkins, one of my favourite authors and uh, spiritual mentors, you could say. Very clever man. Um, I forgot where I was going again. Ah, what was I saying? 
Oh, that was it. I was listening to one of his programs recently, and uh, he says one of the biggest pomposities, I love that word, pomposity, of uh, humanity at the moment is the need for moral superiority. You know, we've got the woke crowd. Maybe you consider yourself woke. I don't consider myself woke in the sense of how it's portrayed nowadays. Um, I think there's some negative connotations to that word. I think how when the word first came out, which was, I can't remember now, was it the 40s? That it was first came about, I'd probably identify with that more than what the woke crowd is nowadays because it the woke crowd to me there is obviously some good people in there most of them are probably good but there is a lot of that pomposity and moral superiority but they're still judging other people and to me if you are judging somebody for being judgmental how can you have the high ground i mean you may be slightly above them but you're still judgmental so um Yes, the cancel culture, <laughs> cancel culture is a very strange thing where people's lives are allowed to be destroyed over one simple thing. And as I said, the point of this podcast is that most people, I believe, are good until pushed into certain circumstances where they've got a label and they've got to decide whether they're with this group or that group. And if you're you're not part of their group then obviously you're a bad person okay i just paused the recording then so that i could go and get a drink to clear my throat um so that i won't be clearing it as much in the rest of this recording hopefully uh, where were we we were talking about cancel culture and just my opinion here on whether it's right to destroy somebody's livelihood over some historical tweet or post i don't know what you think but personally i think context is important with words um and you know you've got to have a bit of humor if this the intention behind um what is being put out is just as important as the words themselves in fact more important i think in NLP, they say words is only you know a small percentage of communication. There's body language, context, etc. And the trouble is, it's the loud voices online that you know we no longer have the silent majority. It, well, it is the silent majority that are suffering at the hands of the gobshites um, who make lots of noise online, and probably not in every case, but I would. <clears throat> I said I'd clear my throat and I'd be fine. No, <clears throat> I don't know what's going on my throat today. Um, as I was just about to say, the vast majority of the people that are online making all the noise and pointing fingers are probably quite neurotic. Being offended is trying to say that you think the world should be the way you think it should be. And if that's not neurotic behaviour, I don't know what is. And yes, I am qualified to say that. Um, but that's maybe a topic for another day. If you're listening to this still, hopefully I haven't offended you by saying that. But if I have, maybe you need to go and see somebody about it. <laughs> Only kidding. Of course you're not. Um, but yes, do you agree with me on that? That context, intention are 
really should be looked at a lot more these days. It's very easy to point the finger and blame people. And is it okay to destroy someone's life over a stupid tweet they made 10 years ago? I don't think it is. Because they are probably good people at heart that just made a mistake. Even if they said something really terrible. You know, maybe they made a racial or genuine homophobic um, statement. It doesn't necessarily make them an evil person. They may be misguided. They may need a little education. But it does not make them an evil person. If they go around hurting people based on um, sexuality or skin colour, then that's a different matter. And uh, they may still not be fully evil. But there's certainly more evil than the person that just left a tweet. What they call casual racism or casual uh, homophobia, etc, etc. So, the point of my podcast today is recognising the difference between somebody who is evil, 100%. And I don't think anybody's 100% evil, but someone who's really evil. And someone who is really good, but does something stupid that may be considered um, bad how do we tell these differences and that's what we're going to get into in a moment i'm going to pause the recording again and go and have another drink so i don't cough again because i can feel it at the back of my throat right now and it's going to be coming up any second so pausing again okay i'm back again although to you because i will have cut that bit out where i where there would have been a click um, even though I said I wasn't going to have time to edit this, I can, you know, start to finish is easy enough to do a bit of editing. So to you, there would be no break in this recording, but I did have to go away and get another drink. And uh, now I'm back and we're going to get on with this. I think I know where I was getting to on this one. Sorry if I'm a little bit all over the place, but um, I generally am anyway. And probably will always will be because I do go off on tangents. I don't know about you, but... I can be going off in one direction and then my brain starts thinking about something else that's connected and then I forget where I'm going and then I have to come full circle and come back to it and hopefully I come back to it, but not always. Like I just did then, a bit of waffle. Excuse me. Nope, not going to burp. I thought, you know, one minute I'm coughing, then I have a drink, now, and then I think I'm going to be burping and if I burped, I would... Um, uh, the recording would peak, let's put it that way. So, as I was just saying, um, context um, is has a lot of thing to do with um, how we see things. Nope, that's not where I was going. Ah, deciding note how to tell if somebody is mostly good or mostly bad. And I did say I was going to get into some Star Wars-y stuff, and I will be soon. I don't know if I'm going to do any dodgy impressions this week. I did, I think, last week. Well, not last week, the week before. Um, there's a good chance if I can squeeze one in, I will do a dodgy Star Wars impression. So, if we make one event or aspect define a person, it, you, that's one way to decide that they're evil, even though they're probably not. If you were to look at somebody um, doing a good task, does that necessarily make them a good person? For example, 
out there on the internet I came across this a few years ago. There's a picture of Hitler feeding a deer. Now, if you didn't know who Hitler was, and you saw this picture, you'd go, oh, he's a bloody nice chap, look at him feeding the deer. But we do know who Hitler is, and we do know he's not a good person. But he wasn't 100% evil then, was he? 99.9? I don't know. I, I don't know enough about him other than, you know, the evil atrocities he did when he became the Fuhrer. Um, I, I'm sure... He probably did another nice thing in his life at some point, but who cares? He's dead and good riddance and clearly more evil than he was good. But if you were to only see that one thing and didn't know who he was, you might think he was a nice person. So let's get back. Let's get away from that because that's not the best uh, example. Let's do some Star Wars examples here of how... We can easily mistake an event for being about a person. So, we've got Palpatine in Revenge of the Sith. If you just happened to be on Mustafar and was going along and you saw Anakin. He's got his limbs chopped off, he's burning up. And then you see this old guy coming along who, who saves him. You would think oh what a nice guy that Palpatine is he's just saved that guy who was clearly going to die if somebody hadn't come to his rescue but we know that Palpatine um, is not good he doesn't have any good in him I don't think I'm sure he did he probably does have a very very small percentage like Hitler or something but you know everything that has transpired has done so according to my design as we hear him uh, Return of the Jedi. In Return of the Jedi at the end, which for me is the end of the Star Wars movies, because to me it makes sense that Vader brings balance to the Force by saving his son and returning to the good side. So if you were to see Vader saving his son, Luke, by throwing the Emperor over the barrier into that pit and thus sacrificing himself... You would go, yeah, may not look like a good guy, but he's pretty, he seems pretty good, if you didn't know who Vader was. But yet, we do know that from Revenge of the Sith, that Vader killed the younglings. We also know that from the Star Wars movies, he's quite happy to kill people. And then in the Obi-Wan series, that bit where he's walking down the street, just, you know, killing people randomly. So Vader... Um, clearly mostly dark but his intentions because remember we were talking a minute ago about intentions his intentions when he turned to the dark side was good and everybody does their actions thinking that uh, nobody really thinks of themselves as evil not many people anyway they can justify what they're doing because they think it's for a greater good, in the sense of Anakin, he wants to save Padme, um, then when she's dead, he wants to bring balance, uh, peace and um, security to his empire, etc. I won't do a Vader or Anakin impression. <clears throat> um, so, yes, so if we saw Vader saving Luke, 
we might think he's a good guy. But then there's good guys doing bad things. If we go back to Revenge of the Sith and we see Yoda, who is generally pretty good, doing some... Uh, we overhear him talking about... Um, attacking the Chancellor at the time. That might be conceived as a bad thing. You might think, oh, he's a bad little shit. But generally speaking, Yoda is mostly good with maybe a little bit of dark, whereas Palpatine is certainly mostly dark with a little bit of light. He may have saved Vader for his own reasons, but I'm sure there was a little sliver of good in him somewhere. <clears throat> I mean, for the sequels, from what I gather, it doesn't make much sense to me the sequels don't, but um, at some point he got late, didn't he? To have Rey. Um, so... I don't know what point that would be, and who with, or how. Well, not to have Ray, but to have Ray's parents. Um, so I'm not sure where that fits in the timeline, but somehow he must have had some feelings to have had the sex, unless it was done, um, you know, test tube or something like that. But I digress. Um, so by looking at the outward appearance, it's not easy to tell from one event whether a person is good or bad. That's the long way of getting round to what I was trying to say there, I think. Yes, that's what I was trying to say. That judging a person by one aspect, one event, is not necessarily the best way to go. What we need to be looking for is patterns of behaviour. Back to Hitler. Yes, lots of examples there of patterns of not being a nice guy. We can negate the feeding the deer quite easily because... We know all the evil things he did. Don't need to mention them, because we all know. If you don't, Google him. And where the hell have you been all this time, not to know who we're talking about? But you know who I'm talking about, don't you? Of course you do. And I hope that you get in my point. I may not be putting across as well as I had hoped to when I started this recording. As I said, I'm not going to be stopping and editing this one, apart from the fact when I stop for two drinks... Um, so, um, it is essentially one recording and lots of waffle. Um, if you're still with me, thank you for sticking with me. And if you are sticking with me, why don't you subscribe to this podcast? So I've got more than one listener. <laughs> and if you are my one listener, thank you for sticking with me still. I promise these podcasts are going to get better by the week. And I've got a lot of really cool ones coming up. Um, which I will be more prepared for. It's just finding the time sometimes. You know, you've got the best intentions. Right, I'm going to do this on Tuesday. Something happens on Tuesday that you go, oh, it's all right, I've still got a day. I'll do it on Wednesday. Something else pops up and then it turns to Thursday and you're like, well, I've got to get it done today. My eyebrows are at risk. And so that's why this one's rushed again. But I've prepared some other ones or I'm preparing some other ones where I'll be taking my time and I want to add in some more humour. Um, I'm not going to read them. I'm not going to be that stupid. I am going to do them pretty much and there will be waffle. But yes, I um, will be more prepared. It's all right. There's a weird noise going on outside. Oh, look, it's a motorbike. It's next door, but one's motorbike. Don't know why he always has to rev it up for ages. You know, mine, I uh, start it. 
it does need to um, warm up but then I go out on it he seems to go <laughs> for ages maybe it's two stroke I don't know but I digress so um, what was I saying judging a person by one aspect of what we see we could mistakenly see a good person as evil when they're not so we have to look for patterns of behavior with the vader example you know the first time we see darth vader in star wars i was age five when i saw this by the way comes out of the smoke and um you know he's holding that guy up by the throat and strangles him i mean um if you see rogue one he probably didn't even need to hold him by his throat did he? he could have just used the force but you know that's the first time we're seeing vader in action and shall i go for it i don't know let's try it go on then let's have a go if this is a consular ship where is the ambassador and then throws him against the wall <laughs> i bet that's dodgy because i don't do darth vader impressions i'm not too bad at palpatine i think yoda's a bit so-so um but <laughs> going off on a tangent here we're going to be wrapping this up in a moment anyway um the main thing is the point of my podcast this episode is that i believe that most people are essentially good we all do bad things none of us are perfect i know i'm not and i've done some stupid things in the past i'm so glad that uh, we didn't have mobile cameras when i was a young matlow um a young punk as well i've done it was never my intention to do um harm or anything like that but as a punk you you're a bit of a rebel aren't you and uh when you're in the military you do get into a few drunken uh, bar fights and things like that um can't say i really remember instigating any of them selling was involved in a couple but yeah we've all done things in the past that we regret and no doubt i'll do things in the future i'll regret but essentially as i'm saying i think most people are good and the way that we what we need to do to summarize is not judge a person by singular event look for context uh, look for intention and then look for patterns of behavior because a barring psychopaths um and politicians <laughs> or are they the same thing i don't know no um we're talking about most people here most people um the vast majority of people are good at heart they don't want to go out and hurt people they don't want to go to war with another country we defend our country or we go to defend the country's assets if we're in the military but i never joined the navy to go and want to kill people i know it was part of the job that i may have to at some point but i didn't join the military for that reason uh, if you want to know why i joined i was following in my granddad's footsteps and he was telling me the stories of getting drunk and laid abroad and i was like aged um 16 17 i'm like that's the one for me and that's what i went and did um and i 
<laughs> I did get drunk and I did get laid and I go into fights as I said uh, did go to war the first Gulf War and I'm grateful that it was one where I didn't see any action as such um, we didn't know that when we sailed there I, as I say we were prepared to go we were prepared to fight we were prepared to die um, but <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that one now waffling again um, most people are essentially good is what I'm saying and um, oh that was it nobody particularly wants to go to war apart from the odd psychopath and politician as I say maybe the same thing and um, most people are quite helpful not so much in um, big cities but if you get out into rural areas small towns villages you'll find people this is my experience anyway a lot more friendly you know i live in a town that's very white it's an old mining town and very working class and not very many um people that um are not white so there's i mean this area actually used to have quite problems with um you know the racial racist groups like um national front and that but it's calmed down to a level now, I think, where you've got that casual racism still goes on. Um, but you don't... What I'm saying is these people are friendly people, generally speaking. They say, hey, up me dog, and how you doing? And if you, you needed a hand, they'd help you. Even if you wasn't white, is the point I'm trying to make there. They are friendly people. It's only when they get pushed into making a decision on things, using a label that these things arise so enough waffle for today's episode um as i say to summarize the point i was trying to make is i think generally most people are good and that we should look for that goodness in other people but look for patterns because that's how we can come undone is that um you know the confidence tricksters the people that are scammers all the nasty people that um not necessarily evil they'll have some they're probably 50 50. they um will have a pattern look for those patterns of behavior um you know let's take jimmy savile he did a lot of great work for charity and when it first came out, what he'd been up to, and we didn't know the full depths of it, a lot of people were defending him because they were like, oh, leave him alone, he's dead now. Um, you know, look at all the stuff he did. He did the marathons, he did that show, um, Jim Will Fix It. <laughs> Ironically, I, not a few years ago, I came across a letter that I'd written to Jim Will Fix It, but never posted, thank fuck. Um <laughs> And in it, strangely enough, um, I was asking for me and my friend to have um, a lightsaber duel. So, um, but the point I'm making about him is that um, there were signs, people were saying things, there were patterns of behaviour. Johnny Rotten, John Lydon had been pointing it out. Other people have been pointing it out. It was ignored. So there were patterns of behaviour that should have been enough to get things going on that one but once again looking at what was public 
you would have thought he was a nice guy. Not the way he looked, weirdo. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll quit going on now. I think you got the point I'm trying to make is look for patterns of behavior rather than one event is the best way to determine if somebody is genuinely bad. Because at heart, I believe most people are good. So, as I say, if you um, enjoyed this episode, then why not subscribe? And if you're listening to this in the future, which you will be, because you're not listening to now, now as I'm recording it, so you will be listening to it in the future. But I'm on about way in the future, you know, six months' time, say around Christmas um, 2023. Um, you might go, wow, you've come a long way since that, this podcast. And I hope you're right. <laughs> uh, yes, subscribe to my podcast if you're listening to this in October 2023 or whenever in the future and you've listened to another one first and then come back to this one or one of the other ones. But if you haven't already, subscribe to my podcast. And if you want to know more about me and what I'm about, uh, you could go to my website, which is www.biycoaching.com. Um, B-I-Y standing for Believe in Yourself. And as I said on the last two episodes, I'm going to end with a Latin quote, which is, Fidei tibi e semper pete veritatem. Believe in yourself and always seek the truth. So take care for now, and I hope you'll tune in to a future podcast. On Monday, I've got another one coming out, which is the Monday Motivation, where I'm reading a short, uh, sorry, a chapter from a, personal development book in the public domain currently doing as a man thinketh by james allen i think there's two more episodes of that and then i'll be moving on to another one so take care for now